Welcome to the Notorious Scoundrels, a Star Wars Legion podcast, bringing you the latest news, general perspective, and competitive discussion. Hello and welcome back to the Notorious Scoundrels podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm here with Mike and Jay and Nima Ash Jay. What's up, man? Hey, how's it going? Good to see you guys. It's been a long time. Yeah, I think uh, the last time we had you on here, I think you might have been talking about Invader League maps, maybe? Yeah, I think so. Something with Invader League. That, that makes sense. Yeah. Hey, there's yeah. a Invader League something behind me. <laughs> is, is that an eight? That's, y- yes. There we go. That's eight. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. welcome. For those that don't know, Nima is the... Uh, Head head judge, grand marshal, uh, grand master. What's your actual title related Ooh, to? Invader I like League? that one. I, I think you should <laughs> you should give us all our names from now on. Yeah, go. it's officially head judge. Okay. So yeah, yeah, that's my role in Invader League. Also going to be head judge at LVO this year. Um, so that's going to be a lot of fun as well. Looking forward to that. Awesome. Well, we are definitely going to talk about Invader League today. We'll get to that in a minute. Awesome. But first, JD has some housekeeping for us. Housekeeping. I do, Kyle. I do have some housekeeping. <laughs> uh, so let's talk. Uh, I don't know. Let's talk about this first. So we have uh, partnered up with the boys over at uh, Jotocast, and we are presenting Legion Quick Guide. So if you go to legionquickguide.com, it's this really cool app. Uh, it's a web app for your phone. Uh, it's mostly designed for the phone so that you can get all the rules that are in the rules reference uh, quickly. And it's all by alphabetical order. So you just scroll down and you click like, you know, C and you have all the charge, charge tokens, claim, cunning, cycle, all that stuff in there. And, you know, it's really designed for when you're at these tournaments. Cause I'm sure a lot of you are new. Like we picked up a ton of new players uh, over the, the pandemic. And so, you know, if you're new and you're having trouble with the rules, I, I mean, listen, we still look up rules, right? Uh, I don't know uh, about maybe maybe you do, but <laughs> Mike, you almost made me say the F word on our non-swearing podcast, and that do it. You almost had me, <laughs> uh, and so. <laughs> Uh, Mike. And so anyways, everyone else shook their hands for those of you listening on the audio version. Um, And so, uh, yeah, so this is a really quick way to do that. You don't have to go to a PDF and try to find it. You just go to whatever you're looking at in the alphabet and it's right there and it'll pop up the rules right from the rules reference guide. So just a really cool tool. you know, Joe from from the Jotocast, he's the he's the one that helped develop it and uh, he did a great job. And so that's that's available. And you can go to legionquickguide.com um, to, to check that out. So that's exciting. Uh, let's see what else we got for housekeeping. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, listen again, Patreon. This great cast is brought to you by our Patreon subscribers. Uh, We just got the bill for all our podcast hosting today. And Mike goes, I didn't know it was that much. I said, yeah. And so, so, uh, so because of 
our Patreon subscribers. That's how we afford that. And our blog writers and everything else and our equipment and yada, 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 and, and bring you great content like Nima. And so uh, thanks to the Patreon subscribers. We also have another podcast we do behind the Patreon wall. For any dollar amount, you can subscribe and, and get that. And then for the different amounts, we have different uh, prize support and rewards and stuff. It's pretty cool. Uh, actually, somebody just sent me, I didn't know, one of our uh, things is just automatic. It's like a poster uh, that Lumberjack Nick and I designed together. And uh, we have it set up. So if you're a member for so long, you get this pretty sweet poster. And one of our subscribers from Argentina got it. I, didn't, I was like, I didn't know we shipped on there. So awesome. <laughs> that was good. So you could get a really cool poster. Um, and then one more thing is, oh, Stormtide. Yeah, so box two is out and in people's hands. Uh, it sounds like some people are enjoying it, so that's good. And uh, yeah, we encourage you to sign up if you haven't for Stormtide. You can do the catch up if you want, and you could pay for the next, you know, one, two, and threes coming out next month. You pay for three up front, and we'll send them all to you. And then you start the subscription service, or you can just do the monthly sub, uh, and you get cool stuff in all the boxes, cards. Uh, you know, the, the first box of every quarter has, is going to have minis of some sort in it. And then also another cool thing, uh, our commander minis and, uh, that we had in the first box, we're actually going to be selling those minis separately here soon. And, and ideally any minis that we, we put into, um, into Stormtide, we'll, we'll make available for sale separately too. So if, if you don't get in Stormtide, but you think the minis look cool, those will be available to you. That's it for me. How about you, Nima? You got some, uh, you got some housekeeping or anything you want to plug, my friend? Sure. Uh, so I am also a member of Team Relentless in addition to whatever else I do for, for Legion. Uh, so uh, if you guys might be familiar with some of the content that our team produces, uh, mostly uh, Ben, also known as Mbueha, uh, with his playbook content on YouTube. Uh, we also have our website, teamrelentlesstabletop.com. And that's where you can go to find the new home of the uh, Legion tournament circuit. So that's a, a great place to find um, any uh, Legion communities around you or to report your tournament so we can uh, yep. keep a, a record of, of sort of uh, player scores over time. Uh, which I think is pretty cool. And, and that's something that Bushfax had helped us with uh, early on. Uh, yeah, and so that's uh, there's some really cool content there and we hope that you guys check it out. And if you like what we produce, uh, then head over to Patreon as well uh, and and let us know what you think <laughs> uh, with your with your wallet, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you think the content is good enough, we'd, we'd really appreciate it and, and we'd love to uh, to have that sort of feedback. Uh, so yeah, you can find Team Relentless on Patreon. Yeah, I, listen, I'm. Uh, I think it's a good idea for any of our listeners to support any of the content creators that you enjoy, and because you know most of them and ourselves included do it for free, right? Uh, we don't make money directly from any of the podcasts or anything. So, you know, support them. If you like their content, you want them to keep doing it, uh, you know, support them. And then I'd also like to say there was somebody, uh, Nima, to plug the website. So you guys have the like the terrain guidelines and stuff <clears throat> for, yeah. for tables, which is really cool. Because I know a lot of people who are new to the game are, are like TOing their own events at their local store because they're the, you know, they're the local like 
person that's that's holding up legion in their community so if you go to team relentless tabletop.com right that's, that's right. the website yep. uh and you could go to the legion tournament circuit and they have terrain guidelines for like setting up tables and stuff and it's the stuff that we use at all the major tournaments for the most yeah. part so yeah for sure yeah we try to make your your toing job as easy as possible we got uh there's a couple other resources there uh some links to tabletop to and i think there was a a spreadsheet that we had as well that was helpful for um, setting up like uh, terrain reminders and and things like that. So yeah. yeah, yeah, check it out and and definitely get in touch with us if there's anything else that you'd like to see on there. Or if you have questions about about toing and you know building your community, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, and those terrain guidelines are way more robust than just like the random ones found in the you know official to document <laughs> yeah, and much yeah, more right. useful <laughs> so. oh good thanks <laughs> yeah with great pictures and elevation stuff like they're really they're really yeah. really good yeah and really good looking too like not yeah. not just like really functional but uh, really beautiful stuff like uh, um, a lot of 3d printed terrain that's actually designed by other community members uh, so yeah we're, we're really big on um, you know supporting the community as much as we can as well all right, let's hit some Invader League news. Sure. All right, so Invader League. Um, so as you guys know, or those of you that are following it, um, Round Robin is coming to a close. We're heading into single eliminations. Uh, we just decided today. So those of you who are listening are, are hearing this for the first time. Uh, we are going to be pushing back the schedule by a week. Uh, so the, the idea there is that we're hoping to get some more, some new content in the mod, hopefully uh, by then. Um, it's already in the beta mod. So just another final reminder for you guys uh, who do play on TTS, uh, go check out the beta mod and, and test it out as much as you can. Let us know the mod team, uh, uh, which is uh, me and, and Decaf and, and a few other guys, uh, Alan White on the, the Discord. Um, yeah, just hit us up. Let us know if you run into any bugs and we want to get all those things fixed as quickly as possible so we can get new content out there. Uh, hopefully we can have them all in for a single limbs and, and get a little bit of a shakeup to the meta. Uh, and hopefully we'll also have new rules uh, or some updates uh, by then. So that's, that's the idea. Uh, so we're looking at, I think it is the 16th of October to start single limbs, which would then mean that lists are due by the 14th. And we'll we'll give you more instructions on the Discord about you know, how to go about submitting your list. So stay tuned. And just to be sort of specific, the new stuff that you're referring to is essentially the Kashyyyk wave, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. right. Minus the snail tank and the, um, uh, the support platform. Uh, I think that's right. I don't know if those okay. have been fully spoiled yet. They might've been. Um, yeah, those are, those are in progress. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, very exciting. Uh, we've had kind of the same like legal unit roster for several tournaments in a row now. So um, I'm very excited that you guys are, you know, sort of um, trying to make sure that maybe single elims is not <laughs> exactly the same <laughs> as it was last season and the same as Lone Star Open and Atlantic City as far as unit legality is concerned. So yeah, yeah, totally. And I know that um, you know you guys on the on the mod team work really hard um, to get all that stuff in. So definitely appreciate your efforts there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, one more plug for for the mod team: uh, we're 
we're really glad to see that there's been more involvement from the community. Uh, we've our, our team is growing. So anyone that is interested in helping, if you have the skills to make models or or help out with the images, it, it's all totally community driven. Uh, so whatever you want to see in the mod, if you can help to get that content in, just just hit us up and we'll uh, we'll definitely accept your your efforts and your help there. Yeah, the more uh, what's what's the phrase? Many hands make light work. So, yeah, something um, like that. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's also the complete opposite: too many cooks in the kitchen. But I don't think that's quite <laughs> as applicable here. Yeah. Right. Um, <clears throat> all right. Let's 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 uh, quickly, Mike, uh, hit some personal Invader League updates. How, are, how have you been doing in Round Robin? I am four and zero at this specific juncture. Uh, I will be playing Druid's Rule at on wednesday at noon for the um i think last last game for me and i think we've got like four games left in our pod um but he's three and one um so that's a big game for him i think as far as you know getting into elims goes so um he's playing triple wookies triple tauntauns and i'm playing kenobi so we'll see how how that that flushes out <laughs> that's a lot of melee <laughs> It, it is yeah um so yeah i don't i don't know how that's gonna go uh the wookies do not have heavy weapons so um i i'm feeling a little confident with dealing with the wookies the tauntauns tauntauns are have always been good so we'll see and mike didn't have to look up a rule of once this entire time and he's going four and oh you're right <laughs> you are accurate <laughs> It's okay to have to look up rules, people. It is. It is. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, in fact, even even maybe encouraged. Yeah, the judge team does it all the time. Yeah. Uh, which, yeah. So, all the time. All, all the, the time. time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> somebody will come up with a rules question, and immediately somebody in our judge chat will be like, "Hey guys, uh, what do you think of this one?" <laughs> <laughs> it is so. one of those things, like. Nima, I don't know how how you feel about this, but I feel like um, the Legion rule set tends to like there are a lot of like weird cases that like haven't been accounted for, you know, mm-hmm. as far as like line of sight and stuff is concerned, and and I don't know, but yeah, um, yeah, that sort of thing has always been uh, difficult to handle. I feel like right now the the players keep us on our toes for sure. <laughs> we run into weird issues that we just hadn't even imagined. Um, a, a lot of times just like weird edge case line of sight things, or uh, I saw there was a, a call for a, a, a cover question earlier today. There's like a, a building was just barely covering someone. And then there's like these weird overhangs that were jutting out at the base of the building. So like technically there's, there's cover there because the, the line crosses the center and, and, and hits the train. So like there, there's always these weird edge cases. Uh, and the rule set is getting a little more complex as we get new units. And, you know, <laughs> if you ever worked with, with the transport units, you know, there's always weird edge cases uh, like surrounding movement and, and movement action versus not an action or action, but it's not a standard move, but you need a standard move to trigger something. Yeah, we, we have a lot of fun discussions in our judge chat. <laughs> yeah, and I would. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Kyle. No, after you, Jay. I was just going to say, again, a lot of new players out there, right? And I think as tournament season 
is happening and, and all these tournaments are going, going on. And if you're going to your first tournament at your local store or one of these big ones, don't ever be afraid to ask uh, a judge. And, you know, Nima and I have played a couple of times. And I think that that last game we had at LVO before we even started playing, we were asking judge questions about terrain and what was going on the table and legal placement. And, you know, and, and so that's always something you should do. It's, it's never should be looked at as a negative thing, but only a, a way to positively influence the game. Totally. Yep. And you justify our existence as judges. <laughs> right. There you go. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I recall correctly, that game, that game directly led to the oblong base yeah. rule for deployment, right? Yeah, because yeah, so. we were fifth trooper streaming. Mike and David were commenting and Alex Davey was there and I couldn't deploy my tank. And so, <laughs> yeah. so it was a real, it was a real interesting uh, series of events. Yeah. yeah. Good, good thing we had Alex on hand. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we can call that one the Jay Shalansky rule. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How's um, your invader going, Kyle? Uh, good. I'm uh, I have one game left. Um, I'm four now. Uh, with I think only four victory points. All my games have been very close. So yeah, um, my, my victory point counts kind of low too. I'm only at six. I'm kind of yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, it's just kind of how all my games go. Uh, you know, they're all like like points wins or you know, victory point ties, points wins, or like one victory point. Um, but uh um yeah, so I got one game left. I think I'm I think I'm locked at this point based on how my group uh records and stuff are shaken out. Um and actually, I think the guy that I'm playing against um, has a chance to make it too. So uh, we'll see. It seems um, like those games always end up being the last games that get played, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, that's kind of how it works in a group that's like reasonably yeah. close, right? Is that, uh, you know, it's not decided till the end. Totally. Um, so um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's good. It's been a fun group. So um, all right. So let's hit our strategy section, which is going to be our main topic for today. Get ready for advanced tactics. So today we're going to talk about building unconventional lists. Uh, and unconventional, clearly a little bit of a subjective term, um, but we're going to go through some examples probably. And this is one of those things where you kind of know it when you see it. Um, this came up actually as uh, Nima was going through and looking at some of the some of the more unusual lists in the 200 some odd lists that got submitted for Invader League. So this was actually uh, uh, his topic idea. So Nima, you want to first just kind of hit like uh, maybe give us some crazy list examples, and then we can sort of collectively talk about um, how to go about building an unconventional list when you do that. Sure. Yeah. Um, I've, I've got a couple examples we can look at. Um, so I think with, with rebels in, in particular, it was a, a little difficult to come up with something that's unconventional just because for, for me in, in particular, I think there's, uh, th there's different ways that you can build lists that are pretty viable and, and that you actually see out there. Uh, like I know right now the, the double bus list or even a single bus, uh, with Wookiees is, is the new hotness and that's what everyone wants to play. Um, but you've, we've also seen some armor skew lists with the, um, the, the airspeeder or some ATRTs in there. Uh, Tauntauns are always good. 
but but the one thing that we don't see a whole lot is rebel gun lines, and that's it feels like that's pretty much completely fallen out of the meta at this point. Uh, so I threw together something that is I don't know reasonably viable. There's there's some some thought behind it. It's not just like let's throw in everything that that we don't see. Um, so we start with Leia and Han, two two commanders that we don't see a whole lot of these days. Uh, five rebel troopers with the DLT twenty. Uh, we got a Pathfinder with Bistan, and offensive push and their their config. Uh, we got a Mandalorian unit with Beskad, uh, offensive push, recon intel, and some jetpacks, and then R2 with 3PO because you know you got to throw in R2. Um, so the idea behind that is um, the uh, the Pathfinders and the Mandos are are doing their objective thing. Uh, that's that's generally what Rebels do. You're, you're not winning by killing things. You're you're winning by scoring the objectives. Um, but then you also have the the backup to that is the the range four critical. On, on those five guns that are uh, hopefully backing up the um, your objective grabbers and and clearing up any units that might be threatening them, and uh, Leia is is uh, playing to that strategy as well with her coordinated bombardment. Um, so hopefully you can get some attrition going on from long range while your close range guys are are trying to win the game for you. Um, and there's a little bit of of uh, splash in there with Bistan and the jetpack rocket. So you can maybe deal with armor that's coming your way, um, which Rebels generally, in my experience, uh, don't do so well against, uh, which is another uh, uh, point to the, the critical on those guns. <laughs> uh, and then Han, just because I love Han, and how can you not, even if he's not in, in favor right now, but uh, he's everyone's favorite scoundrel, right? Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm curious what you guys think about this as, as well. Um, it, if you were to run something like this in the current meta, what, what are some of the pitfalls or what would you think about going into against something like, uh, like an AA5 list or against clones even? I actually, I, I like a lot of the things this list has going on defensively. Uh, both Leia and Han have vigilance and you've got seven units with nimble in this list yeah um so this is definitely a very heavy dodge token list which you're going to be pretty happy about as long as you're not running up against an aat um against clones for example you know one of the primary ways that clones do damage regardless of what kind of clone list it is is arc sniper strike teams and arc sniper strike teams don't have high velocity like the you know, Civil War era snipers do. They basically rely on critical and on just getting, you know, their sharpshooter to get hit, hits past cover. So persistent dodge tokens actually are pretty effective at nullifying the damage that sniper strikes do. Um, BX snipers too, but you tend to see those a lot less than arc strikes, obviously. Um, so yeah, against clones, I think you're leaning out on those dodge tokens uh, to try and sort of mitigate that critical clearly it doesn't help that much if you get blasted in the face by like a fire support <laughs> um, you know yeah pull you pull, have use your one dodge choke and nimble to pull one hit off like a 12 hit pool <laughs> um but uh you know it definitely works against those arc strikes and then against like a bus list um you know you're leaning on biston a lot with that ion token and then um you know just crit fishing basically with dlts 
yeah, exactly. And that's sort of the the, the thinking behind the, that list. That's the that's the strategy. Just just roll some crits, right? From like yeah, a, that's kind of the rebel way, right? Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say from like a from a heavy player's perspective, like on when I look at it, on at first I was like. Uh, I'm not worried. And then I started looking at it a little bit more. I'm like, oh, wait, no, like I am a little worried. <laughs> like, you know, especially getting Vistan in there and, and getting off a shot on a heavy, that that's always sucks. And then, uh, yeah, and then all the crits, because, you know, because you're going in as a heavy player, you're like, they're not going to roll that many crits. And then, like, they just start plinking at you. And then you're like, oh, God, I'm already halfway through my health. Like, yeah. you know, I was like, uh, all right, all right. This, I, I didn't think this was going to go this way, but it did. Um, yeah, I, I think it's really interesting. And then having to, like, worry about R2 and C3PO is a whole nother thing, um, especially from, from a heavies list, right? I'm going to try to focus down on probably the Pathfinders and the Mandalorians to try to get them off the table and stop monkeying with my stuff. And then meanwhile, R2 is going to, you know, if if capable with the deployment, it's going to start rolling towards, you know, and then I'm going to have barely anything to go stop them, you know, maybe some naked troopers and stuff. And so it's, yeah, from a from an Empire standpoint, yeah, it's, I think it's dis- deceiving. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's sort of been my feeling with the DLT in general. Um, I, I need to play it a lot more. Uh, the, I've played a, a couple of games with it more recently and something similar to, to this one, actually, except uh, I had Luke and Han in there. Uh, so, you know, Luke is always good. He's got that, that really nice beat stick and you can pull all kinds of shenanigans in the in the end game with force push and um, and his command cards. Uh, but that DLT with just the <clears throat> With critical one at range four, that it's great. Just um, you can hit almost anything on the table, uh, and you know, getting past cover with the uh, better odds. Um, I, I think it's pretty strong. Uh, the one downside of the list, I think, is that it's at eight hundred points, so there's not much of a bid. There's no bid at all. Uh, and yeah. with R two, you really want control of the deployment zone. I think mm-hmm. in order to have a, a better chance of scoring his secret mission. Yeah, hopefully that's less of a downside with, um, you know, the the incoming card changes. But it's definitely um, the deployment zone specifically with R2. That's not going to fix a ton of, I think. Yeah. Yeah, because at the end of the day, at least with R2, you're not bidding for any particular one deployment. There's basically like four R2 deployments and then there's like four... I don't have R2 deployments. So, um, <laughs> you know, you're kind of bidding for the deployment deck in aggregate if you have R2 or if you don't have R2. So, uh, yeah. Well, the four card change is great and amazing, and I love everything about it. Um, it doesn't really address R2 directly. Does it go far enough? Question for next week's podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, well, we got you here, Dima. What do you think of the yeah. four card thing? I love it, um, and I think we're we're for sure going to do that in single eliminations. So Ooh, that that's one okay. change that we're going to see for sure. That, so um, that's even if we don't get an RRG update by Elims. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We're we're okay. settled on that. We're doing it for sure. Yeah, I think it's great. 
Great. Um, I'd love is, not to get forced on bombing run again this season. <laughs> <laughs> that would be wonderful. Going out like that didn't feel good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would be interesting to to map the number of games that have played bombing run before and after. I'm going to oh, predict it's going to be a massive a, drop down to basically zero. Drop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's great. You, there's so much more player agency, um, especially for, for red player. I don't think either player can really force much. It, the only way that any particular card might be forced if it, it involves decisions by both players, which I think is great game design. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm really excited to see it. Uh, all right, let's circle back and hit the second SKU list real sure. quick. <laughs> and then we can talk generally about SKU lists. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, so the other one, um, the other faction I'm interested in looking at is the CIS. Um, I think there's just a lot of fun stuff to play with there. Uh, and so rather than going for a, a massive B1 horde or a, a mall B2 list or tanks of any kind, um, I thought it'd be fun to just throw all the heroes in there because, you know, I play Rebels. That's all I know how to do. Uh, so this is a list with, uh, it's only eight activations. Uh, we got Count Dooku with uh, Reflexes, Push, Choke, and Vigilance. Uh, General Grievous with Vigilance, Endurance, and the Annihilator. And then Maul with Push, Saber Throw, Seize the Initiative, and Tenacity. And then we got four B1 units, three of them with portable scanners. And then Maul's uh, Sith probe droids. Yeah, so this one's all about short range. Uh, you know, don't get into my small threat zone because you're you're going to die if you come in here. <laughs> um, and those battle droids are going to be throwing dodge tokens on on the heroes to keep them alive, uh, keep uh, deflect up on uh, Dooku. Um, and I think Maul has deflect, right? Pretty sure he does. He does. Yeah. 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 Okay. Nice. <laughs> It'd be weird if he didn't. It would be. Yeah. yeah. I mean, um, this list is frightening. It is. Yeah. I I played against just Dooku, Maul, and Invader League uh, like two games ago. And, it, you know, they do a lot of damage. Uh, and and throwing Grievous in there behind them. Like, I almost sort of think that, like, the Dooku Maul list might as well just go all in on, on lightsabers because, like, the rest of the stuff you have in that list doesn't really do anything anyways. It's just a bunch of B-Walls, <laughs> right? right. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh so I like this. I think it's it's really interesting, and I think um, particularly after playing against Duke Mall, I I think uh, there's there's room for people to innovate. I think with the double force user kind of recipe. Yeah, I think this is a fun one. And again, if you're facing um, one of the meta favorites right now in AA fives, they're rushing toward you anyway. So it's not like you have to cover much ground before you're hitting something. <laughs> So you're you're almost playing into their or they're playing into your strategy, um, and then if if you're not playing against that list and you do have to cover ground to get somewhere, they're not going to kill all three of your guys before you get there. Uh, and if you're playing it uh, properly, uh, you can sort of stagger who gets there first. So you know if they don't kill someone before they get in there, um, and you know you got uh, you have backup there, and it's just it, it's impossible. There's just too much uh, threat saturation. Yeah, and I could totally see like 
you bring in like Dooku and Maul around one end and they think they're safe behind terrain and then you just have Grievous like <laughs> skitter around and just come up over the top <laughs> and jump up behind him or something you know that's oh god that's ugh, that doesn't seem great yeah this is called a uh, seven sabers list because there's <laughs> seven lightsabers in it <laughs> um, you know Do- uh, Grievous has four Maul has the double-bladed one, and then Grievous or uh, Dooku has one. So, uh, yeah. If you ever hear that phrase, seven sabers, that's this list. <laughs> um, I'd be curious. This is a real list that somebody took for Round Robin, right? That's where you pulled these from. Uh, I don't. Or did you just make these up? So. I, I just made these up. Oh, okay. Like, a- after looking through Round Robin stuff, just just briefly, I thought, hey, what are some some other weird things that I could put together okay uh, i think there might be someone running seven sabers I, I can't remember now okay i'm sorry i thought that you uh sort of pulled these from um round robin so what i don't know what uh command cards would you take in a list like this is my big question good question so i think for the one pips um i think malls is probably the the least um like effective so I would probably drop his and, and take uh, Dooku and Grievous's because you want that Grievous bomb in there. Uh, for the two pips, I think it would be probably Dooku and Maul. Um, just so you have some options with Maul, you can infiltrate him if you need to, or if you're um, worried about him taking damage, or if you play into this this as a strategy, you can use the two pip to prevent him from being attacked and just have like throw him out there as the first one that's going to engage sort of leading the attack and then there's like what are they going to do if that's the only one they can shoot at and he's uh his two pip is protecting him uh the three pip i think probably gets a little more interesting um just kind of going off the top of my head i think dooku's is um which one is that that's not the one where he can return someone's token to the bag Mm -mm, that's that's his two pip yeah it gives a, a dodge token dodge to tokens. three three units, and then it also gives him the the um, speed to move when he like force lightning something. Right, right. Uh, yeah, so I think I would do that one, and then mauls, because uh, the uh, the three pit from Grievous. It, yeah, I think it's all right. It's yeah, yeah it's just all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. It's no General Kenobi. Exactly. <laughs> no, it's definitely not General Kenobi. Right. Um, yeah. So I think those are the command cards I would run. Um, the other sort of uh, the, the variation that I was playing with here that I, I don't think I've seen in other lists is the portable scanners. So just giving those those B ones something else to do than than just walk around and score objectives, which they'll do anyway. But before they get there, they can throw out dodge tokens wherever necessary and and really power up those vigilance upgrades. Yeah. One tweak I would consider probably to this list would be um, cutting a portable scanner and maybe like seize on mall for one uplink on the B1s. Um, because then you can either, you know, trip that uplink to put all your core face ups down on like a one pip turn um, and then give the last order the probe droids. And then it's just all your characters in your bag. Um, nice. Or, uh, you know, you can bounce to the probes. Um, these probes don't have a relay, but you could certainly give them a relay and then relay like an extra order to one of the characters. Um, since there's a lot of command cards in a list like this that only give an order to one of the characters. Um, right. Then you avoid a situation where you got like a bunch of AIB ones and a couple of characters in your bag. Yeah. So, 
I get the sense you have some experience with with these droids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could say that. We're um, on the street. <laughs> yep. Um, all right, let's talk about in general, sort of, if you're going to uh, try and build. Uh, you know, we could use the word off off meta. We could say unconventional. We could say skewless. Whatever terminology you want to use. Um, if you're not just going and sort of photocopying like a meta list somewhere from uh, from tournament tournament results, what where where do you start your process? Um, well, for me, I think I when I'm building a list, I generally start like what, no matter what I'm doing, I'll start in basically the same manner, and that is uh, figure out what my core pieces are going to be. Um, so in in the case of the CIS list, that's that's easy. It's the it's the heroes. Um, I decided I want I want to just go all in on the sabers and and then just build up things around it. Uh, so that's that's generally what I do is figure out what is um, just the, the main piece of the list going to be and then find the support around it. So if I'm going for a skew list in particular, I'd I'd be looking for uh, the the things that that people just aren't playing. <laughs> so in in the case of the CIS list, it, it's no one takes all those heroes, or very few take them all together in a single list. Uh, in the rebels, um, in in that case, it it was the gun line. So re rather than uh, going for a, a hero focused list like you you might normally do, uh, I took the the core uh, the core gun line as the central feature of the list, and then built up things around it. Uh, so the the rebel troopers, they're all about uh, with the DLT, they're about long-range critical. So how can I support that? Maybe a couple of stronger uh, short-range pieces in in the Mandos, um, and then or uh, short-range and objective-focused. So Mandos and Pathfinders, and just kind of uh, have them be uh, your almost your your ace in the hole while while the Rebels are doing their their shooty thing. Mike and Jay, what about you guys? Where would you start if you're trying to build like an off-meta slash unconventional list? Yeah, I guess um, I'll take the fun route. Uh, so <laughs> for me, it's, uh, I don't know, generally it's something I'm like, gosh, I wish we could play this more, you know, whether it be, uh, I mean, not for long, Vader, but, you know, Vader was kind of the fun, not, <laughs> not really great, but how could I make him work? Um, but, you know, it, it's always like, well, well what do I, what, what would be fun to play? And then now can I make it great? So you start with that. I think it's like Mike usually says with normal list building, start with your centerpiece and you go, okay, I'm going to do the ATST or I'm going to do Vader or Palpatine or whoever, and then just start building around that. And then how are you going to support that centerpiece and whatever shenanigans they're going to get up to? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, overall, um, I think whenever you're building a list, you got to figure out, you know, the goal you have in mind, right? So, um, you know, I think, Nima, you, you had some, like, pretty core concepts that you were working with for your list. And I think, you know, um, you, you can definitely start with, like, a, like a, a goal concept or just, like, a thing you want to do. Like, I want to abuse, you know exemplar sharing with the saber tank like you know i think um timbo's invader league list from last season was a great example of something that's pretty unconventional that we haven't seen a ton of before right and um 
I think one of the some of the the lists coming out of uh i'm probably gonna get this wrong but i think like germany or spain with like yoda padme saber tank uh shenanigans where the you know yeah the the saber tanks like (laughs) firing three times a turn you know on the uh the what is the luminous beings turn i think yoda can i mean i guess yoda can just with guidance i guess on that turn technically you know it's still three so yeah i mean basically you can shoot three three times a turn because it takes standbys with guidance and stuff like that and you know um yeah it seems 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 mad good yeah it's good (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) i I mean but like like combos like that i think republic is uniquely suited to like that sort of thing because they have the the token sharing synergies even outside the clone troopers makes things a little weird but i think fundamentally you just need to decide on what you want to do take the units that allow you to do that and then i think you need to kind of you know fill in the gaps from there yeah, and you talk about goals. I think I think that can be a lot of different things. Some of them can be competitive, some of them can be thematic. You know, you you might just be like, I want you know, like Nima, you said, uh, nobody plays these units. I want to play these units. Um, you know, whether they're whether they're quote unquote competitive or not. Uh, and then you could have a competitive goal too. Like, I want to play something that counters this common thing that we see. So right now, that's a lot of armor, whether that's T-47s or buses or, you know, AATs. Um, so I want to build a list that counters a lot of armor. And that could be an unconventional slash counter meta list if it does that in a way that's not standard. Um, you know, maybe it's like, I want to take a bunch of ion or something like that. Um, you know, or I want to stack impact weapons that nobody normally takes. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it can... Yeah, for sure. I think, and that's a, a really cool way that the meta can evolve over time, even without uh, new content coming out. I think it's really great to encourage people trying out new units or, or different strategies or try to take advantage of, of keywords that are out there that maybe people haven't totally found the, the best way to take it, take full advantage of them. Um, and so then the, the meta can shift over time because you might find something that, that really works. Like maybe you, you thought you were just experimenting with something silly, like a bunch of DLT twenties, <laughs> uh, but then it turns out that you know that it's the right answer to to a particular meta, um, or you might find that it, it's just a just a silly list. <laughs> uh, but you know that you learn you learn new stuff that way, and you maybe your your playstyle changes, or you know you discover something new, and you, you the the meta evolves with it. So I think it's really cool to experiment. Yeah, I mean, I think experimentation is key. One of my key takeaways from this Invader League season is like, as many people know, I've played a lot of Rex. Rex's solution to everything is just shoot it harder. Um, <laughs> and like, that's that's pretty much how the list deals with yeah. with anything weird. Um, and it's a pretty good trick. It... Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> just, just shoot, shoot it harder. Ta- yeah. you know, it's a- it's okay more. to be a one-trick pony if, if it's yeah. a really good trick. Totally, totally. <laughs> yeah. uh, but like Kenobi can't do that. So I, you know, I've definitely found like based on the matchup, my strategy is had to very widely, you know. Um, and I miss that a little bit of having to like, you know, kind of figure out a puzzle as opposed to just shoot it, shoot the problem, you know. Um, <laughs> uh, which. I think as as people play unconventional lists and and you know 
I, I guess what I'm what I'm fundamentally trying to say is that if everybody just played Rex and chose the that like the this game wouldn't be that fun, you know, right? Like, um, and so I think innovating in cool and unique ways, which is part of why we're talking about this kind of it keeps things fun, it keeps things fresh and and it shifts the meta. You know, one of the cool things I always loved about magic was that like even if they didn't release new cards, like the you know, the decks at tournament A are different than tournament G, you know, three months later, even though, you know, nothing has really changed other than people's perceptions of what is good and what is bad. Yeah, and I, I think there's like plenty of like we've got, especially when, uh, you know, all the stuff so far that's been announced comes um, and the change is like there's so many units now that are available that like I think the meta is just going to be changing so frequently that that like. I don't know. I, I like, I, I want to say this. I know Mike's going to scoff at it, but like, I almost like everything is good at this point. Like, I don't know, like the meta is so like, everything's all over the place. Like you literally could take almost anything and I don't know, may, win at least one or two games at this point. Right. Uh, maybe not both currently, but, but, you know, overall anything else. <laughs> I think most units, I, I would say that there's like, that's probably fair to say about 90% of the units in the game. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And Nima, you made a a really interesting point about the meta kind of being a little cyclical Mm -hmm. Um, because as you see something that's really strong, people will take things to counter that thing and then people will take other things to counter that new thing. So, uh, you know, you look at something like uh, Malby 2s, which you go back to Invader Season Five, out of eighty Elims lists, there were there were two Maldi two lists, um, and as it turns out, that list is a pretty good counter to like aggressive armor, um, but that wasn't really a thing back then, and now it's a thing, and now there's a ton of Maldi two lists out there because of how good of you know, I don't know if I don't know if you could call it like a hard counter to aggressive armor, but it's definitely a list that has maybe more answers than like a normal one would against something like that. Um, so you get kind of the circle and now people are like, well, what do I take to counter Malby twos? You know? So, yeah, no, it's super interesting. I think and anyone that's, uh, that played Armada that that game in particular went through that phase, which I thought was super interesting. There was a, a period with, with very few releases. Um, <laughs> I'm sure all the Armada players are like, yeah, yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, that's Everybody was be... playing five flotillas. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> But yeah, for sure, people in that period were experimenting, and we saw exactly what you were talking about. Where, um, you know, Demolisher was was big for a while, and then people maybe found some counters, and you know, it the the meta changed over time, and and like there were no new releases; it was just people trying different things. So I think it's uh, experimentation experimentation has has proven that that this totally happens and it, and it works. So yeah, just try new lists, experiment, find new stuff to play with. Yeah, and I think one of those things we always talk about is, uh, I'm a firm believer in this, that you could take a list that everyone else is like, that is a bad list. But if you just play it enough, and if you know your list, like inside and out, and you know the rules, like you're going to do a lot better than I think most people will give you credit just from knowing and being proficient at your list at whatever it does. Pick, pick whatever your list does 
and just be really good at that. And um, that, you know, becoming good or great at that will definitely carry you where maybe your list won't sometimes, you know. So let's do this real quick. Let's let's uh, optimistically presume that the uh, the Kashyyyk wave stuff is going to be in there for single elims, um, or you know some other tournament that you're playing in the future. Um, basically, name one uh, unconventional or weird list that you would like to play after those units are released. Let's start let's start with Nima. Putting you on the spot. Yeah, sure. This is fun. Um, okay. Well, I think Republic has some, some fun stuff to play with there. Um, and this is definitely going against the convention of Republic where it's all about a, a core of your clone troopers and taking advantage of the clone keyword and, and, you know, sharing tokens all over the place. Uh, but I, I think Wookiees are really, they have the potential to shake things up a lot. Um, so they, they don't play into the clone trooper keyword. Uh, so you're not benefiting from that. So you got to find some other strategy. Um, I think you're also not getting a whole lot of ranged pierce with clones in general. So Wookiees are bringing that in for, well, okay. You got our troopers <laughs> with, with I mean, shareable aim tokens. it's technically not pierce. Yeah. So right. you're not yeah. <laughs> it's only It's only about the best ranged pierce. Yeah, right, exists. right. <laughs> I mean, it's it's ranged lethal, just so we're yeah. clear. Yeah, that's true. It's true. It's technically not Pierce, but close enough because you're sharing aim tokens. And it's like whatever. If you didn't get them for free, it'd be maybe one yeah. thing. But right, right. Uh, but yeah, I think Wookies are going to be fun to play. Um, if you're experienced with Rebels, you you already know what their play style is. Um, but then like pair that up with the Fluttercraft. And that's that's totally different than than what Republic has has done. Um, you have this thing that wants to just speedily uh, race into the middle of of the enemy and just overlap stuff and and, and start throwing bombs on everything. Uh, I think there's there's some potential there for uh, for something new and to shake things up a little bit. Mike, so. Uh, I, I think I, you know, I'm pretty much main in Republic right now. Um, I'm also probably, I think I'm going to mess with the Fluttercraft if I had to, to, you know, I think maybe a one of Fluttercraft with the, uh, um, what, what's the, the, the NASP gunner um, specifically um, and, and maybe kind of lean on some hardcore fire support shenanigans with a bunch of phase ones or something. I think I think that could be really good, um, as long as you don't get the fluttercraft killed before it does its thing. Um, but but I think realistically, like if the fluttercraft allows you to like kill one unit, probably made its points back for the most part. You know, um, is that the gun that shoots out the rear? It is. You know, so you gotta kind of like you know do the reposition shenanigans, um, and you've got to have something else in range at the start of the turn. But like. You know, you could reasonably do like some weird smokescreen shenanigans to kind of like make that make that happen the way you want it to. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I think it's interesting. 
that's uh, speaking of things that that totally are you know different than what you've than what you play a, a unit that's that wants to almost exclusively shoot out the back yeah yeah i mean like i i don't really play vehicles in republic at all right now because i mean like the saber tank is definitely fine but like you know um other than that one game that i crushed kyle with those barks um <laughs> dude barks I, just, I maintain that barks are still underrated i i think you're right too i just I agree, but um yeah. uh yeah i kind of the clone trooper keyword just so good you know um so I definitely am still going to lean on that, but I think, I think just, you know, maybe kind of spicing it up with some things that do weird stuff would be definitely interesting. Yeah. I like that you guys both mentioned the fluttercraft as something that could potentially shake up Republic list building. Um, I mean, it's, it's really extremely different than any unit that exists, but especially that Republic has access to. So Jay, what's your what's your uh, thing that you're most excited about? That's weird. Uh, so if I if I have to pick the new stuff coming out, I would never play this, but I think it would be interesting. Uh, but I was thinking about what if you did two of the infantry support platforms and two bark speeders, and then like a bunch of phase ones and a clone commander. Like, and you just, you just had a bunch of things with, like, speed and range. I don't know. You could do all kinds of weird stuff, right? Like, they each got two or three weapons. So you could you could have, like, impact. You could have range four if you wanted. There's, there's a lot of different stuff going on there. And you could just have, like, basically four speeding death machines just, like, circling around the, the, the battlefield, you know? Can you get two clone commanders in there? And just get uh, get face up orders all over the place and and fire support that that platform. You can so you could get two infantry support platforms with elite armor pilots, twin missile pods, two bark speeders with the bark ion gunner. I just picked that one, and then three phase ones with this DC fifteen and two clone commanders for seven thirty one. That that seems fun. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot right? of things to fire support too. Yeah. yeah, and it just seems wacky. So I'll uh, yeah. since you you guys all did Republic lists, I'll do a droid list. Um, shocker! Uh, <laughs> I'm actually really excited about the spider droids. Um, they just besides being like pretty meme, they actually seem like they could be really effective. Um, you know, being able to blow yourself up as a blast weapon is <laughs> potentially game changing. But, uh, you know, especially when you kind of lean into that rush forward identity, you know, the like hyper aggro list, other than using force users to do that, which are kind of fragile, um, is not really like a list archetype that uh, separatists can do in the same way that like rebels can. And I think I think the spider droids kind of unlock that a little bit. Um, you know, you could do like an all blast list with Kraken uh four b2 ha's sorry that's my son in the background being upset <laughs> about having to go to sleep um <laughs> uh you can do kraken um four b2 ha's three naked uh b1s and three flame spider droids for less than 800 points so 
<laughs> yeah, that sounds vaguely terrifying to me. Um, just rush those four V2s with blast and those three spider droids with blast. And then they get shot and then you blow them up. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, 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 because it was kind of a, a random question that I wasn't ready for, I didn't have a, the list all together, but I just made it. So it's actually 10 activations, two clone commanders, four phase ones with the DC 15, two barks with the bark twin laser gunner, two infantry support platforms with the elite armor pilots and twin missile pods. 10 activations. <laughs> Seems pretty ridiculous. Just a little bit. Yeah. No, should be a fun list. I mean, it leans into the uh, the Republic tactic of just shoot everything, right? Indeed it does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's an objective? Just kill, <laughs> just kill all kill. the scoring units. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can't I pick up tell- a box if you're dead. You know, with those with those spider, uh, the spider droids and like all this new stuff, like it's Legion is leaning into the things that made 40K and Fantasy Warhammer great, right? Like like the squibs and stuff and and both of those that just go blow, blow themselves up like and they don't. (laughs) Like they, you just run them in to the enemy and they like self, you know, they got like TNT tied to them and they die and, as well as the enemy. Like it's just all the best things of, I think, of how the units operate in 40K and fantasy like Legion starting to introduce and it's it's just great. It's just great. Yeah, there's definitely some sort of meme worthy things in Star Wars canon and I feel like you just got to kind of lean into that, you know, um, right. You know, like Ewoks, right. Ewoks are a perfect example. Uh, they're so ridiculous and yet so amazing. Yeah. They <laughs> I are. Love, I love that we're getting them. It means we could get like Gungans who are kind of in that same category. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Gungans. Yeah. And I hope we get some Nemoidians and mm-hmm. just all those different species. That's going to be so much fun. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. On a somewhat unrelated note, I love what they did with the spider droid with the uh, the program mechanic where you can kind of, you pick a protocol of just how you want to build the thing out, like you're reprogramming it. It's, I think that's awesome. And I hope we see some more, uh, some more things kind of playing with that. I think that'd be really cool. Just it, So what it does is it, you're essentially just choosing a different form of, of AI uh, for your, your unit uh, when you're building. So, and it, and it changes the point cost. So I'd love to see some more of that. Yeah. 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 I love it conceptually. I wish that, um, you know, two out of the three of those are fairly punishing. Um, <laughs> got cats, got kids. Um, yeah. Everything's going on here. Um, yeah. Two out of the three of those, the, the dodge and the aim are like really pretty punishing if you can't work around it. Um, so I, I feel like I wish there were, you know, there were more options like those, those other options were more universally um, like equivalent to the move attack one, which just seems like your default option, you know, cause those are the two things that you do the most. So, um, but yeah, I love the concept. What, what is going on? Uh, don't worry about it. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, 
that's that's it everybody Kyle left. <laughs> sorry that's the cast <laughs> i have three yeah, cats I, in my house and they usually get along usually uh yeah i i really i'm as as much as uh we're getting to that point where there's so much stuff where i'm just at first i was starting to get into droids and then i was just like oh god i can't keep up with this and so i just i'm just sticking to rebels and empire now for like purchases and most and probably just playing empire but um i'm i'm just so happy that we're getting we're still getting stuff there's still more stuff to play in this game and i think when like adepticon and even lvo maybe when lvo and adepticon roll around like i just think the whole like we're going to see stuff on the table that's just going to be insane and that you know i think you'll run into at least one game that you're just like oh yeah i didn't see that coming you know and like you're gonna have to figure it out on the spot (laughs) yeah i think that's good getting people to think on their toes is good you know um it's definitely a skill. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And yeah, like like you said, we're there, there's so much stuff coming out and there's just so many options available. It's going to be great to play around with them and and have to adapt to whatever it is you're seeing on the table at, at any time. Yeah. And I'm just looking forward to seeing things on a table <laughs> for the most part. Yo. Just, yeah. I totally agree. <laughs> Are you going to SoCal, Lima? uh i don't think so okay it, it's still it's still a possibility uh but i'll i'll try yeah, i would love to <laughs> yeah it's a it's a little bit uh clearly there's a lot of variables <laughs> right now <laughs> for something like that but yes i'm with you i'm um definitely there's a lot of people out there that uh, just want to use some real dice <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so all right gentlemen well any any final thoughts I don't think we hit a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah. I think the main takeaway is just experiment, (laughs) try new stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Have fun with it. Yeah. And use proxies or something. If, you know, like if you just really want to mess around and you don't have all the stuff, like if you want to do some crazy list with like six B2s in it, um, (laughs) you know, and you're just playing at your kitchen table, who cares if you don't have six B2s? Like, yeah. Just be like, yeah, all right. Just be your opponent. Well, <laughs> I mean, if you're playing at your kitchen table, then sure. they probably don't care. Um, you clearly you don't want to do that in a, like a tournament. <laughs> yeah. But, um, all right. Well, uh, good luck to everybody as we close out round robin for Invader League. Um, Nima, I'm sure that you guys will have some updates as to. Uh, you know, what the unit roster slash possible rules update is going to look like for ELIMS as that gets closer. We will for sure. Yep. Yeah. Stay tuned to the discord. Uh, We'll make some announcements in the Invader League channels and yeah, you'll, uh, we'll make sure that you guys are well aware in advance of, you know, what units are out there so you can actually build your lists and, and submit them to us. Awesome. Well, we are the Notorious Scoundrels. I'm Kyle. I'm Mike. I'm Jay. I'm Nima. Stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs> <laughs>